Yo, 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 everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Guyany Sports Pod, the soon-to-be number one sports podcast in the world. My name is Sean Guyany, and right about now, I would be introducing uh, Josh to the show, uh, but from now on, Josh is no longer a part of the show. Uh, mutual, mutual agreement. Just want to get that out there first. Uh, we talked over the weekend. We are talking about coming up this week's episode. Uh what time would work for him to uh, be able to record when he laid on me the message that now that he's back in school, back in college, he's not going to have time or a good place to really be able to record in episodes um, anymore. Uh, there was no episode last week. Uh, he had a lot on his plate. Uh, I kind of did also. So I just said, fuck it, let's just not do an episode this week. We'll come back next week and get back into it because, I mean, yeah, I had a lot going on. I'm sure he did, too. Wasn't going to try to fit it into the schedule. Um, So that was fine. That was fine last week. Then this week, trying to get the episode scheduled up, um, he just tells me that he is done. He wants to move on. Um, He wants to focus on himself, which, I mean, again, I'm perfectly fine with everything I told him. Uh, I'm fine with this decision. Um. He just wants to move on. He wants to keep going with whatever he's got going on in his life, school. Um, it's it's okay. It really is okay. Um, I got things planned. Um, I can I can do it. I can do it. I can go by myself. We're back to being alone right now. I am certain I'm going to get on a guest next week. Um, I really shouldn't say I'm certain because I haven't talked to him yet. Uh, I will be today about next week though so i mean we got football we got football coming up this episode gonna get into the schedule preview game by game give my prediction uh obviously the big news last week was that cam newton got cut uh i'm fucking surprised i did not expect it even though i called for it uh the last episode um so that's like the plan for today but Obviously, right now, I had to get this message out. Uh, Josh is no longer a part of the show. Uh, it's unfortunate. Obviously, it really sucks because we had a great chemistry going. We've been doing it for almost a year, dating back to Kind of Sports Pod Radio uh, when we did that. But now that we're both not going to the same school anymore, uh, I'm not even in school. Um, it's it, it, I was, I'm really not surprised by this decision for, by, on jo- for Josh. By Josh. Um, I'm not surprised. I was kind of expecting it to come around. Just because, I mean, if you hadn't noticed, past couple of weeks, uh, schedules have been messed up. Sometimes we hadn't been able to get an episode out once a week. Uh, sometimes the episode came out late in the week. Uh, but on both of our parts, but, I mean, I, I'm again, I'm completely fine with it. His decision, personal decision, obviously you got to support that. But right now, as I like to say, you don't worry about the past. You look to the future, and that's what we're going to do right now. We're going to keep going. Just me today, obviously, and that's all we're going to do. All we're going to do is just look look ahead to the future, what's in store down the road. Obviously, big stuff because, I mean, we're still on the road to becoming the number one sports podcast in the world. So, obviously, things are going to be ramping up um, to the point where... It will be the soon-to-be number one sports... It will be the number one sports podcast in the world. 
So, Josh, uh, thank you for your time. I'm positive you're going to listen to this episode. Positive. Uh, thank you for your time. Obviously, uh, what we talked about was that uh, the, fa- the famous saying, Kevin Garnett, anything is possible, not ruling out a return, says Josh. So, Josh, thank you for your time. You did good. We had a lot of fun, a lot of laughs, a lot of debates, most notably the Mookie Betts debate uh, back a couple months ago, back in last baseball season, really. Um, and so, thank you again, Josh. You did good. Obviously, uh, I was trying to get the Instagram password to you uh, so you can get onto there and start doing stuff. I know you wanted to do that. I wanted you to do that. But Instagram makes it so fucking hard to change your password when you forget it. Um, that's my case. It's a whole fucking process. And I got locked out of trying to change it for like a day. Uh, then I got locked out again uh, just recently uh, from trying to change my password. So I don't know what my password is. So if anyone is able to hack into my Instagram account, uh, please, first off, don't. Uh, and second off, please tell me what the password is because I have no idea what it is. Uh, but in any case, moving ahead, looking forward to the future. Uh and that's it. That's all we're going to do right now. Going to get into it right now. Wiz, uh, let's start off with the news. Let's start off with the whole Cam Newton becoming a free agent news. Um, and I'm just going to ask if anyone else is as shocked as I was. And if anyone else was hurt as I was. Because I was hurt. I was a little disappointed that he did get cut. Um, even if Mac was to have won the starting job, which obviously he did. But like if I was to think like three weeks ago, if Cam, if Max to win the starting job, I want to see Cam uh, be the backup, be the mentor. I feel like that would have been good for Mac because Cam's such a positive guy. He's always out there uh, supporting his teammates, being like the first guy on the sidelines to congratulate like a defensive guy for something that they do or an offensive guy if they score a touchdown on their own. Um, Cam's always there. And so I, I think it would have been really cool for Cam to have been the backup to Mac Jones. Uh, so when Mac is out there doing good, he comes back to the sideline, gets that support that might not get from Belichick because we all know who Belichick is. Uh, but with Cam, Cam would have absolutely given it to him. And that's something I would have liked to have seen, something I wish I could have seen. But obviously, um, with Cam not being on the team anymore, that's not going to happen. So... Uh, it's all, it really is unfortunate. I was looking, I was kind of looking forward to that happening. Um, but obviously on the more negative look at it, I'm so fucking happy that Cam Newton is a free agent. I mean, I was, I really was shocked when I heard that Cam got cut. I mean, I'm sitting in class. I look down at my phone. I see a weird tweet, a guy quote tweeting someone. I got Twitter notifications on. So I can see a guy quote tweet someone. I'm like, for some reason it piqued my interest. Uh, so I opened up the tweet, and it's the quote tweet was tweeting or quoting um, uh, the report that Cam Newton had been cut by the Patriots, and I was just shocked. I really was shocked. Like, I couldn't believe what I just read. Uh, I was overwhelmed with happiness, joy, uh, because even though, like, I kind of called it last episode, I've been waiting for this day for so long, and it finally came, and on a day when I was least expecting it, because I was expecting Cam to be on the team this season. I mean, he got all the first team reps in the preseason, in training camp. You thought, all right, well, it's gearing up to be another uh, Cam Newton uh, trash can of a season. 
uh, and it's not. I mean, how often it's never happened before where the guy getting all the first team reps gets cut and is no longer part of the team. Like, how often does that happen, especially for the quarterback? I mean, it probably happens like other positional players. But as a quarterback, forget about it. If you're the guy getting all the first team reps, you're the starter. You're going to be the starter week one through 17 probably, unless you get hurt. Um, but Bill checks a different breed, so it really wasn't that surprising. Um, I mean, it really, it was, everything about this was just fucking insane. Like, you expected Kent to be here week one, being the starting quarterback, after seeing him getting all the first team reps, all the praise that it sounded like Belichick was giving him, uh, saying that Cam Newton was the starting quarterback, and then he gets cut. I mean, it, it, it's it's surprising. Really, it's surprising. Did not expect it at all. I'm sure nobody else was expecting it, but it it's just... It makes you think. Did the vaccine, Cam not having the vaccine, actually have a role in it? I'd say I called it yes last episode. Yes, it had to have. It, he, if Cam Newton was still on the team and he got COVID... I mean, the team's getting shut down for a week. You're playing Tuesday night football again. Um, and so I called for Cam to be cut because he's a liability to the team. You don't want your starting quarterback, especially, to get COVID and miss time and put other players in jeopardy of missing time. So him not having the vaccine, I mean, it just made, it added all. It just made all the sense in the world that he cannot be on the team. Plus, was his bad performance? It just made it. Made it made it make sense. It's like two plus two equals four. Like that's how much sense it made. If it was a quarterback like I don't know, Tom Brady, the Tom Brady was still here, unvaccinated and playing the way that he is right now, prime Tom Brady, which was probably a couple of years ago, but not right now. But I mean, you get the point. If Tom Brady was here and he was unvaccinated, he's going to stay on the team because he's playing good football. Camp Newton was not playing good football. He was playing garbage. He was playing like it's, uh, I don't know, flag football league comprised of 40 and 50-year-olds. Like, that's the type of football that Cam Newton was playing. It wasn't good. It wasn't NFL-worthy. It, at least it wasn't starting-worthy. So now he's probably going to go find a backup job. Rumors were that it was going to be Dallas. Uh, I don't. I haven't heard anything about Dallas now. Uh, I don't know what their plan is, but they have COVID problems, so bring in their backup quarterback who's also unvaccinated. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what their plan is. But you got to think. It had to have been a reason. And Belichick last week was saying that it wasn't a consideration. It wasn't a um, It wasn't a factor in whether a, a, the vaccine status of a player was not a factor in whether or not they made the team. And we saw down Jacksonville what Urban Meyer said was the complete opposite of that, which was, that whether a guy has a vaccine or not was a factor in whether or not they played, which it really should. It really should be a considering factor. If you have one guy who is not vaccinated and is a neck rate of a player, obviously he's going to get cut. If he's a good player, but you have a up-and-coming player, only like his second year of the league, and he's vaccinated, I'd say he's going to get the edge and probably make the team. But... For some reason, I guess that's uh, against like the code of the NFL Players Association because they looked into Jacksonville 
uh, they were probably going to look into Belichick. I don't know if they did or not, but um, in all honesty, it really should be a factor in whether or not a guy makes a team. And with Bel- what Belichick said, which is that it didn't play a factor, I mean, he's probably just saying that because he's being told to, like he's contractually obligated to not state whether or not a guy, a guy's vaccine status is why he's on the team or not. But deep down, in actuality, it was a factor, which I'm completely fine with because, I mean, right now with all these fucking new variants, like we got the new, what, MU, Mu, what's it called? I don't even know what it's called, but I guess there's now this new variant out there called like MU uh, that's like in all the states of America. 49 out of 50. Uh, and while we see we got Delta, I mean, where are all these fucking variants coming from? I, I, It's weird. It's weird. So, I mean, getting the vaccine is obviously something very important right now, and especially in the NFL. We saw what happened last year. All these games were getting moved around because of a uh, COVID outbreak. Tennessee had a massive one. Uh, Patriots had one. I mean, it was everywhere. So, getting the vaccine and determining whether or not a guy makes a team based on if he's vaccinated or not. Obviously, it's their choice, and you got to respect that. Like, with Josh Lee on the show, it's his choice. you got to respect that. Um, but in the NFL, if a guy's vaccinated or not, you gotta, you got to make sure that you're actually going with what you think is the best choice. And if a guy's not vaccinated and you got another vaccinated guy who played just a tad worse than this unvaccinated dude, Obviously, you're going to push them out. I mean, the vaccine rate, I think it's like 93% across the league. It's like 93% of all players, staff, coaches, owners, everyone uh, is vaccinated. And there's 7% who is not. So it's a small fact. It's a small portion of the league who is not vaccinated. But still, uh, I guess it just makes up the star players. Like Kirk Cousins, Cam Newton, who most of them aren't star players. I mean, they're mediocre quarterbacks at best, even though... Uh, obviously, Kirk Cousins is a Spartan dog, and I want to see him do good. Uh, I think he is a starting caliber quarterback, but, I mean, that's a that's an argument for another day. But, I mean, you see, you're seeing guys who are not vaccinated, and by their choice or not, I mean, you got to respect it. If they don't want to get it, then that's fine, but uh, they're, they would, they're pretty much hurting themselves instead of whatever it is that they don't want to get it for. But um, to get bring it back to Mac Jones, I'm I'm fucking ready. Pat's nation be, should be ready. This guy is gonna be here for a long time. It's gonna be a good few years under Mac Jones, at least right now. I mean, I'm not gonna go out of my way and start saying that uh, a decade from now he's still gonna be in New England winning because I don't know. I don't know right now. It's too. It's. I, I don't want to throw that prediction out there right now, um, because he hasn't played a regular season game yet. He hasn't even started a preseason game. But um, with Mac Jones, it, it, it's he. He's living up to the hype. He's living up to the hype that uh, he knows the playbook. He quickly understands it. I was driving to the studio today. I was listening to a, a Mac Jones interview. Um, his girlfriend quizzes him on the playbook in their yard 
uh, I don't know what they do, but she, it, it sounds like she might be getting like formation uh, to run a route. And Max throws a turn, like quizzes. She asked him like what that play was, and I don't know. But Mac Jones is already making all the right moves. And coming out of college, that's what it was. Was that Mac Jones is a smart player? He knows what he's doing. He studies. He make he does everything he can to make himself a good football player. Uh, and I, that's what he's living up to right now. That's what it sounds like he's doing. He came in, understood the playbook, uh, made the moves in training camp to push himself up to be able to get some good starting time in the preseason. I mean, even though he's a 15th overall pick, he's obviously going to get playing time in the preseason. But this time, um, was, I mean, you got Cam Newton, you got Brian Hoyer, you got Jared Stidham. Obviously, uh, Matt kind of had to do some work to get more start, get more playing time. He got some good playing time in the preseason. He really did. And so to bring it back to what's going on right now is the regular season. I mean, he 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 deserves it. He deserves to be the starting quarterback. I mean, rookie or not, this guy was the better quarterback in training camp. Cam Newton according to the reports, was the same old Cam Newton that we saw last season, which I do not want to see again. And obviously, we're not going to see him again this season because he's not on the team. But with was, was, uh, Mac Jones, it's I just want to see what the kid can do. I mean, with Jared Stidham, I wanted to see what he could do. And I still don't know what we've seen. I still don't know what to expect from Jared Stidham. And as of right now, she's the only other quarterback on the roster. Brian Hoyer was signed to the practice squad. Cam Newton's gone. So it's Mac Jones and an injured Jared Stidham right now. And with, but with Mac Jones coming in, I wanted to see what he could do before anything else. Unlike Jared Stidham, where we don't know anything about him, Mac Jones, you got to play him. You got to see what he can do in the regular season, especially. Not the preseason. Preseason, it doesn't matter. Regular season's where it's at. And we're going to get that. And it's the only option. I mean, it's Mac Jones or bust. If Mac Jones fails, well, then we're in trouble. Belichick, I we could very well be calling for Belichick's job if Mac Jones is to fail in the regular season. But I don't expect that at all. Not a shot in hell will Mac Jones fail in the regular season. This season. It's just good. I'm just happy that we are going to see what we got in this quarterback. Unlike Jared Stidham, where what, four years now, four or five years, he has a handful of snaps under his belt. Real snaps. And now he's the backup quarterback. I mean, it's, it's, still a, it's still a question mark, the quarterback position, because we haven't seen what Mac Jones can do in the regular season. Uh, Jared Stidham being out. If Mac Jones is to get hurt week one, week two, <laughs> we're, that's not good at all. Because Jared Stidham is still hurt. I don't know when he's expected back. It might be week like three or four, which are against uh, New Orleans and Tampa. But week one and two, if Max Jones gets hurt against the Dolphins and the Jets, oh boy, who's going to play quarterback? Edelman isn't here. Not going to throw him out there. Um, I don't know who else has quarterback experience, but 
uh, that's not going to be good. And that really, every game this season is going to matter. I'm going to go through the uh, schedule in just a minute, uh, just wrapping up this final thought. But every season, this game, every game this season matters. With a rookie quarterback, he can go out there, he can make a couple mistakes in one game, and that could be that could cost you. If he does that in multiple games, I mean, if it's it's his first season, I'd be fine with it. You got to get some time under your belt. But if he goes out there and has multiple game influencing mistakes, that could cut that could hurt you come playoff time and trying to get into the playoffs. Because I mean, spoiler alert, you're not going to win the East. You're not going to win the East. You're, you're going to be a wild card team this season. And we got 17 games this season instead of 16. So there's there, it's, a, it's a lot on the line with going with the rookie quarterback, but obviously uh, what we've seen from training camp, all the reports coming out of college, and what Belichick, the greatest coach of all time, sees in his kid, I'm confident that he's going to do very well in this league this season, next season, the season after that. So on and so so on and so forth. We got Mac Jones. Let's fucking party. All right, uh, gonna switch gears and get into the schedule. So obviously, again, eighteen weeks, seventeen games. Uh, I counted nine home games, eight away games, uh, and most notably, week four, Tom Brady returns to Foxborough. Let's get into it. All right, we did this last season. I went through game by game, doing my score predictions. I forget I don't have the notebook, which was had the final like outline in it, or at least I don't have my notes from that episode because uh, I'm on a new notebook now. Uh, but pretty much it's gonna be the same format, game by game. I give the score prediction. I write down. I give a couple thoughts on what I think is gonna happen in the game. Uh, last year, I'm pretty sure I was horrible. My predictions. Uh, if I'm correct, I probably could have listened to the episode. Uh, if I'm correct, I might have gotten like four close to being correct. I don't remember. But um, I, I really don't even fucking remember. So forget what I just said because there's, I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Again, my saying is we don't worry about the past. We look forward to the future. And right now the future is this schedule. So let's get into it right now. With week one at home versus Miami. Uh, Tua, second season. Brian Flores, great coach. Miami kind of revamped their offense this season, uh, most notably drafting Jalen Waddle, uh, the Alabama wide receiver, who was teammates with Mac Jones last season. Um, Miami's good. They were good last year. They're going to be good this year. They're going to be good for years to come. But in this game, Mac Jones. The Mac Jones story starts off strong. Patriots are going to get the win. I know that right now. The score, I'm going to put it down as... I'm going 31-21, to 21, Patriots. Mac Jones is going to start off strong. People are going to overreact. People are going to start making outtakes. Uh, as they should. Get the kid special. We got a good quarterback. Um... And we start off strong with a win against Miami, 31-21. Obviously, um, it's the first game of the season. Doesn't really mean, doesn't really predict how the season's going to go. Last year, Jacksonville won their first game of the season and lost everything else. 
didn't win another game for the season. So week one, I mean, it doesn't really set the standard for what the season's going to go like. But week two, we go to New York to play the Jets. And the Mac Jones story just gets even stronger with another win. We win this game. I'm going 28-13, to Patriots. Strong game. Jets going to suck again this year. They got, they got a rookie quarterback in Zach Wilson, the BYU kid. Uh, new coach. Offense, I mean, they're not bad. Jameson Crowder's not bad. Um, but they're, st- they're going to have to struggle. Maybe not as bad as last year. Because last year they were just god-awful, and they tanked. And they tanked incorrectly because they started winning games at the end of the season. But this time around, uh, they're going to be just going to be bad again. So... Patriots are going to get the nod in this one, 30, uh, 28 to 13. Week three, coming home against the Drew Brees less Saints, uh, who are now quarterbacked by Jameis Winston, uh, who was a guy I vouched for coming to the Patriots last offseason uh, when we signed Cam Newton. Uh, I, like, I like Jameis. I think he is a good quarterback. But New Orleans is going to be without their star wide receiver, Michael Thomas at least for the first six weeks. Um, and outside of Michael Thomas, I mean, you got Alvin Kamara, which going up against this Patriots defense, who we really have not talked about much, they're going to be top half in the league, top 15 in the league defense, which, I mean, again, really isn't saying much. They will probably be higher, but, I mean, we brought back Kyle Van Noy. We got Matt Judon. Uh, linebacking core looks decently strong. I'm a fan of... Um, Fuck the Michigan linebacker. Chase Winovich, I like him, even though he's a Michigan Wolverine. Uh, I'm okay with him. I like him. It Down in the uh, safety cornerback position, the defensive back areas where it, things get shaky. But against a running back, I mean, safeties don't really make that big of an impact against a running back. So it's really like the line, the linebackers. And again, it's this New Orleans team where really all it is is just Alan Kamara. Um... Patriots are going to get this win. And we're starting off 3-0. and uh, And in just a second, I mean, that starting off 3-0, and going into week four, where, obviously, like I said earlier, it's the return of Tom Brady. It's going to be a fucking massive game. But to finish up the week three, predic- week three prediction, uh, Patriots get the win over New Orleans. Uh, I'm going to put it down as Patriots 27. I don't know. I mean, honestly, New Orleans is going to score. They're still a good team. Uh, they're going to be a wild card team. But I'm going to put them down. Patriots 27, Saints 23. Going to be a nail-biter. Going to be a nail-biter. Uh, but next week, week four, is probably going to be even more of a nail-biter with the return of the Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and most notably, Tom Brady. Um I wouldn't be surprised if they're three and zero at the time. I don't know what their first three weeks are. I can look it up right now, but this game—I mean—it deserves to be the Sunday night game. Could very well be the game of the year. Um, it, it could very well be the game of the year. It probably will be the game of the year, just with everything leading up to it. Uh, so Buccaneers start off with the uh, Cowboys Thursday. Uh, then the Falcons, then the Rams. That could be that's gonna be a good game. Rams are gonna be strong this year. Good thing we don't play them. Anyone in the NFC West. Um, I could see 
at worst, two and one, which is still a good record for this team. Uh, Mike Evans, I guess, was just quoted saying that this offense is clicking at a higher rate than where they were last year, which should be very scary. You got to be scared about that. Um, and obviously, you got to be. It was this team without Stephon Gilmore, uh, with a shaky defensive backfield, uh, running backs. I mean, they got Leonard Fournette. They got um, they got they got guys. They got guys in the backfield down there in Tampa. Um, yeah, that offense is just high powered. Again, it's really all the wide receivers: Mike Evans, uh, Antonio Brown. Uh, the rookie last year, I forget his name right now, but it doesn't matter because he's very good, so you know you should know who I'm talking about. Um, that offense is high-powered. And with this defensive backfield, I mean, we're going to get toasted. We're without Stephon Gilmore, J.C. Jackson. I mean, he had a good year last year. Hopefully he can repeat it this year. I don't know. Uh, but in this game where, I mean, he's probably going to be the one on Mike Evans, it's going to be a questionable game, and unfortunately, I got to give it to Tampa. Tampa's going to win this game. Um, we'd love to have seen the Patriots and their uh, franchise quarterback beat the former franchise quarterback who brought you six titles. Boy, it's not going to happen. Um, in fact, if I'm being brutally honest, it might not be that entertaining of a game late in the game. Fourth quarter, I think Tampa just blows it wide open. Um, I'm going to go down with a score of 42, 42 to uh, 28. I think it's going to be like a back-and-forth game for three quarters, but fourth quarter comes around, uh, fatigue starts setting in, uh, and guys start making mistakes, and they take advantage of it. Uh, so yeah, Tampa wins forty-two to twenty-eight. Patriots right now are three and one, going to Week Five in Houston uh, against probably going to be the worst team in the league right now in the Texans. Uh, Deshaun Watson is still on the team. Not, he hasn't even been put on the uh, commissioner's exempt list yet. Uh, after everything going on with him in the offseason, all the scandals that he was involved in. Um, very bad, very bad. I don't know what the truth is to them, but uh, for that guy to still be at least on the active roster is very weird. Uh, but right now, as of week one, uh, he's not even the starting quarterback. It's Tyrod Taylor. Uh, so for Houston, who has Tyrod Taylor as your quarterback, an offense that I don't, I really can't name one guy, one playmaker on the team. Um. I mean, it should be no surprise that the Patriots are going to win this game. And they're going to win it good. Uh, it's going to be 30-7, Patriots. Texans are going to suck this year. Patriots are not going to suck this year. So, we got that going for us. All right, week six. Uh, we're going home to play Dallas, uh, which could very well possibly be the uh, return of Cam Newton as the backup quarterback because they got Dak Prescott back this year. And just like Tampa, they got a high-powered offense. Second-year receiver C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Zeke Elliott in the backfield still, Michael Gallup. They're a good team. 
Uh, and there's a reason why Dak Prescott led the league for like four weeks after he got hurt in passing guards last season. Um, but their defense is shaky. So in this game, home game, uh, I think like early October, middle of October. I don't have the like date in front of me. I should have written it down, but I didn't. Um, I'm going to get the Patriots to win here. And we're five and one. That is insane. I had the page. I know I had them going. I know last season when I did this at, uh, Patriots had a winning record. I forget what it was. I think it was like 11 and five or 10 and six. Uh, they finished seven and nine. So I was way off. Uh, but this year we're going to be good. So right now being five and one is good. Good. And I, I fully expect it more so than if I was to do this last season. Uh, but against Dallas, you got the win. Uh, I'm saying it's going to be a close game. I'm going. I'm going to go 33 to 27. Pats. Pats get the win at home against Dallas. And then we stay at home to play the Jets again. Uh, and I'm going to give the Patriots another win here because the Jets are not a good team still. So Patriots get the win. Week 7 against the Jets. We're 6-1. and one. They might not be six and one when this time when this when week seven comes around. But right now, my prediction has them at six and one. Uh with this win against the Jets with a final score of I'm gonna go twenty eight fourteen Pats. And last year, I mean we struggled against them, so hopefully we don't have that repeat this year. Alright, week eight. We're going to Los Angeles to play the Chargers. Uh, and last year, I remember it very clearly, last year, Chargers were favored by one point, and the Patriots shut them out like 42 nothing. Uh, and this year, they're, they're, Chargers are a good team. I mean, they have a competent coach now. Uh, Justin Herbert, his second season under the snap, under the um, under center. Uh, they're, they're not going to be bad. Not going to be great. And something tells me that this is a trap game. Something tells me that going to Los Angeles to play the Chargers kind of gives me an inclination that this could be very well a game that the Patriots lose. Um, and so I'm going to put it down as Patriots lose to the Chargers. Um, for a score... I'm going to go Chargers 24, Pats 17. Last minute drive. Can't, they just can't get the ball into the end zone. Um, so, yeah. We're 6-2 and two right now. Week 9, going across the country to Carolina to play the Panthers. Um, coming off a loss in Los Angeles. Then you got to go across the country to Carolina. A lot of traveling. A lot of, really, no time to rest. I mean, you're always moving. You're always moving around. Um, Patriots are going to lose this game, too. And people are going to start overreacting and start throwing out hot takes like how they did week one. Uh, but in this game, I mean, it just makes sense. Uh, to me, it just makes sense that this is going to be the game that you lose because you were in Los Angeles the week before. You probably went home for two days then flew right down to Carolina, 
I mean, it just makes sense that this this could be the game to lose just because of um, jet lag, uh, always moving. There's really no time to just sit down and stop for a minute. So they're gonna lose this game, uh, and I don't. I think it's gonna be a little longer, a bit, a little bit wider of score than seven points. Uh, I'm talking Carolina, twenty-eight, Pats, sixteen. Can't they just can't get anything done? And this team, I mean, this Carolina team is a little different this year. Uh, you got Sam Darnold under center, uh, offense, Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey. Um, they could be something. They could be like a troublemaker team who just goes out there and wins games that they really shouldn't win, but they somehow do. Uh, and they'll finish with like a six or seven wins. But right now, we're at a record of six and three, which, I mean, kind of makes sense to me right now. Uh, then you come home for, uh, I'd say, a pretty tough game against the uh, Cleveland Browns. Last year, making all this noise, beating the fraudulent Pittsburgh Steelers in the wild card, uh, then going to, was it, I think, yeah, it was Kansas City, um, uh, where they lost to the Chiefs. But this year, Cleveland, they're going to be good. They're going to be good again. That whole uh, AFC North division, I mean, three of the teams are playoff caliber teams. We saw it last year. In this game, it's a home game against a playoff team last season. You're coming off two losses, two teams who are going to miss the playoffs this year. And now you're playing a team who could very well make the playoffs again this year. Um, I don't know. This is a, this is like a even even matchup, I'd say. These teams are evenly, equally good. Um, and record-wise, I mean, I feel like the records could be pretty much the same at the end of the season. So, this game's tough. But, obviously, here in New England, we love to kid Mac Jones. I love to kid Mac Jones. And I like the Patriots in this game. Again, the win, Mac Jones is going to have a big game. Uh, and the guy, the big playmakers on Cleveland aren't going to show up. Odell and Jarvis Landry and Baker Mayfield. Uh, so the Patriots get this win. Uh, I'm going to go 27 to 27-13, Pats. Yeah, 27-13, Patriots. The, these teams are, again, equally. They're, they're an equally good team. Even, like, they, yeah. They're equal. yeah. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. Uh, we got Atlanta up next. We're going down to Atlanta to play the Falcons. Uh, high-powered offense, again. Uh, Matt, Matt, uh, Matt Ryan, uh, he's still good. You got Calvin Ridley. You got Kyle Pitts, tight end out of Florida, who I loved. Uh, he's down there now. They, they're going to be a good team, but they are without Julio Jones this season. They traded him to Tennessee, who you play week 12, right after this game. So, against Atlanta, I'm going to, yeah, Patriots going to get this win. And right now, eight wins. Eight wins, and he's still got six games to go. Wow. Um, but no, uh, right now, 
Uh, we got the Patriots beating the Falcons in Atlanta. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 31 to. 31 to 17, Pats. Then week 12, you come home to play Tennessee, uh, and Julio Jones. Uh, Tennessee gonna be good again this year. They're 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 pretty much in control of the uh, South right now. Uh, nobody's gonna come challenge them. So Tennessee, bring in Julio Jones, AJ Brown, Ryan Tannehill, Derrick Henry. Um, defense shaky, shaky last year. I'd say shaky again this year. Um, but in this game, I. This is another trap game. Patriots will could be favored in this game, but Tennessee is going to come in and pull off the upset. So Tennessee wins this game. Um, I'm going to give it a score of, let's go, 27, 27 to 21, Titans. Uh, yeah, 27-21 Titans in this game. Uh, week 12. Right now we're up to 3, 6, 7, 8. Eight and four right now, which I mean, not bad. Really, not bad. I mean, you have more wins than last season as of now, so you gotta be happy about that. But I mean, this is the type of season that's gonna be. You're gonna win some, you're gonna lose some. We're not going for. We're not gonna go thirteen and four, or a record, a, some type of record like that, fourteen and three. That's not gonna be. That was three, four, five years ago. Not anymore. All right. Week 13, we're going to Buffalo. Buffalo's going to be good this year. They're going to they're gonna win the East. I already called that. Um, and in this game, at home, or in Buffalo, uh, I'd, I'm going to give this one to the Bills. I mean, it, it it's just really coming down to the Bills are a better team than you right now. You got the better quarterback uh, and the better offense. And a good defense. And you really only have half of that right now in New England. So week 13 in Buffalo, you lose that game. It's going to be a final score of going 32 to 23, Buffalo. Buffalo's good. I mean, they're a good team. They won the East last year. Deserve, they deserve to have won the East. Made it to the AFC Championship. Deserve to have played in that game. Um... Josh Allen deservedly got the contract extension this offseason. Uh, that's going to keep him there for, I forget how many years, but a long time. And they're going to be good for a long time. So, Bills win this game. Patriots right now are 8-5. and five. Week 14, the bye week. Get the week off. Then you're going right back out onto the road into Indianapolis. Indianapolis got Carson Wentz this offseason. Uh, really doesn't mean much. It's Carson Wentz. Guy is a mess. Guy's a mess. I don't know what I don't know really what to expect out of him as a quarterback. But they're a good team. Almost made the playoffs last year. Um, they made the playoffs. They lost to Buffalo. I'm pretty sure in the wild card game. Um, this year they're gonna be a good team again. They're going to uh, fight 
with the Titans for the uh, for that division. Uh, but in this game, in this game, I also like Indianapolis. I feel like this, this is just another game where Patriots they, they struggled to get things going. They struggled to put things together. To uh, it's a lot of mistakes. Let's, let's just call it like that. There's going to be some mistakes in this game. Uh, I mean, that's why the Patriots are going to lose. So you lose to Indianapolis. I'm going with a final score of going 29 to going 29 to 18. 29-18 close. Um, I don't even know who's going to be quarterback that game. It could be Carson Wentz. It could be Sam Ellinger or the other guy that they got on the team. Um, but right now, Patriots are down to 8-6 and six on the season. So, I mean, it, it's even now. It's what I. It's really probably what everyone else is going to expect them to be. I mean, they're going to be a fringe playoff team. May or may not make it. And right now, the way that things are going for the Pats, if they don't make the playoffs this season, I'm completely fine with that. Mac Jones is rookie year. You made a bunch of moves in the offseason. Sure, you spent like almost $200 million, I think it was. You spent almost $200 million in the offseason on free agents, and you missed a playoffs your first year. It's okay because you got a rookie quarterback, and that's really what makes or break a team. Right? What makes or breaks a team right now is quarterback play. We saw it last year. Offense was a mess. Cam Newton was a mess. That's why the Patriots missed the playoffs. This year, offense going to have their struggles. Defense is pretty good. But those they're not one, t- one thing's good, one thing's bad. It's not really a recipe for success. So if the Patriots missed the playoffs this year, completely fine with it. And right now, eight is eight and six with three weeks to go. Yeah. One of those games being against Buffalo. Um, and another one of those games being down in Miami. But week 16 right now, you're in Buffalo. All right, you're home against Buffalo. Uh, by that point, I mean, I think I could say that the AFC East is probably locked up by the Bills. Um, and they're probably fighting with the Chiefs for the number one overall seed. Uh, so in this game, in this game, we got Mac Jones, at quarterback. Got to give them the win. Going to give the Patriots the win here. You got Mac Jones. <laughs> That's all I should say. It's just you got Mac Jones. Uh, but no, seriously, uh, in this game, Buffalo, I think they just struggle. This this, just, this is probably going to be the game that more or less eliminates them from being the one seed. Like can't, at, Going into this week, they're like a game behind Kansas City. Buffalo loses. Kansas City wins. Kansas City is more than likely not going to lose their final two games of the season. Um, and they're, it's pretty much locked up for them right now. Uh, so Buffalo, Patriots get the win at home against the Bills. Uh, final score, I'm going with... Uh, going to go 27-17, to 17, Pats. Week 15, uh, Week 16. At home against the Bills, you get the win. You're nine and six. Week seventeen, you're at home against the Jaguars, who are going to have another tough season. You got the rookie quarterback. 
number one overall pick, Trevor Lawrence, under center. Uh, other than that, they're going to struggle. They lost uh, their other first-round pick running back, uh, Travis Etienne, to, for the season. Uh, and offensively, I mean, James Robinson, as good of a season he had last year, might not have that great of a season this year. And so in this game, uh, Pat's going to get this win. Um, yeah, Pat's going to get this win in this game. Uh, I'm going to go with a final score of... Gonna go thirty to thirty to ten, Patriots, and that puts them at three, six, seven, eight, ten wins, ten and six right now. Uh, not bad, not bad. But week eighteen, you're going down to Miami, and this is gonna be the heartbreak, heartbreaker. Uh. We've always struggled in Miami, especially in the end of December. I mean, yeah, it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a loss. Gonna put it out there. It probably didn't make that any much obvious, any more obvious a minute ago than right now. But Patriots are gonna lose this game. Uh, it's gonna be the game that pretty much ends their season. So, uh, it's all right because finishing with a ten-seven record. I mean that's pretty good that reasonably what i'd expect out of them this season is to be hovering around hovering around 500 they start off strong going six and one but then finished uh was uh four and five i think it is yeah four and five four and six that's just how it goes i mean obviously the first half of the schedule is pretty easy except for tampa but i mean there's going to be a couple uh throwaway games that they just couldn't get things together. They couldn't get going, and they lose. That's why the Chargers is gonna, Chargers are going to be the worst loss of the season. That's a game that you should have won. Going to Carolina, they're going to have their struggles, but, I mean, it just makes sense with all the traveling that they're going to be doing, why they should lose that Carolina game. But the Chargers game is probably going to be the worst loss of the season because it's, it's going to be the game that you should have won, you were expected to win, and you don't win. So, that's why that's going to be the worst loss of the season. In fact, I'm going to mark it as that. Uh, worst loss. All right, uh, but for the score prediction for the Week 18 Miami game, I'm going to go with... going to go with 28 to 20. Uh, Dolphins. Which leaves them at 10-7, just missing out on the playoffs, which, I mean, again, rookie season for Mac Jones, it's fine. It really is fine that this is their final record. Um, yeah, I mean, rookie season for any quarterback, for any player, I mean, it's always, I'd say, most stressful because, I mean, you're playing in the big leagues now. You're playing with the big boys. There's probably going to be a lot of pressure on you to perform. Um, but with Mac Jones, I mean, guy's still very smart, uh, very confident in himself. He's gonna he's gonna put up good numbers. Like I'm, I'll go on record right now, and we'll come back. I'll probably come back to this, and I'll I'll keep going. I'll keep it up with the season. Uh, Mac Jones, 
going to finish, going to have a very good finishing spot uh, for rookie of the year. He's going to have a good year, even though this offense is a little shaky. I mean, we still got Jacoby Myers as our probably number one quarterback, uh, one, number one receiver, uh, and Nikhil Harry still on the team. I mean, it, it's going to be a little que- it's going to be a little shaky this offense. Mac Jones is still going to put up good numbers somehow. Um, and almost just barely make make the Patriots uh, get into the playoffs. Finish with a 10-7 record, you lose the final game of the season. It, it just make it sounds like a reasonable record for them. So, um, yeah, 10-7, just missing out the playoffs. Mac Jones finishing very. I don't. I really don't want to give up. I don't want to put a number to it, but I don't, he's going to finish. He's going to be considered for rookie of the year. That's all that I'm going to say. Like, I, I, it's not going to be like a first, second, or third type deal. He's just going to finish very well, probably better than people expected. Um, so, so yeah. Um, all right. Uh, so that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, don't really have anything for stuff on the internet uh, because it, I, to me it just doesn't really make sense to have just me put, doing that. Um, but in any case, uh, yeah, that is, that, that is going to do it for us today. That's going to do it for me today, not us. Uh, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. I'll be back next week. The return of Sunday recap, the return of Patriots football. Uh, really excited for it. Um, didn't really hit on the Red Sox. I thought about it. I really, really didn't prepare myself for them this episode. But, I mean, I do know that yesterday's loss uh, to the Rays was, uh, from what it sounds like, an atrocious loss. Uh, and that out, the outfielders don't know how to catch a ball, apparently. That's what it sounds like to me. Um, and, yeah, the Red Sox are a mess right now. Uh, they are kind of on the rebound. I mean, they're not as big of a mess as the Yankees now, who I think it's they've lost seven of their last nine games uh, for a team who had just won 13 in a row, and people were calling it the turnaround of the season or the season turnaround. Uh, well, it's all come crashing back down, and the Sox are like a half game back uh, from taking over the number one wildcard spot. Um, and, yeah, offense is looking really good. Hunter Renfro. A uh, guy made the uh, absolute fucking legends list. Uh, and I'll say it now. Raphael Devers is going to be added to the absolute fucking legends list as of right now. Uh, so that's two guys on the team or two guys on the list. Um, another player who I want to uh, talk about quickly is Phillips Valdez, who is for some reason still on the Red Sox roster. I don't know why he hasn't been designated yet because he had another horrible outing. Uh, I think it was Friday or Saturday, um, which, I mean, you really, uh, he can't have. Uh, no, it was Sunday. Uh, he just blew the game wide open for the Indians. They scored like six or seven runs in the ninth. Uh, and he had another inning like that early in the season against the Rays. Uh, and so, like, in all seriousness, he's had one too many of those bad outings. If he has one bad outing, I mean, it's okay. It's acceptable. But now he had a second one. I mean, the guy's got to go now. He's clearly not ready to be in the game 
ninth inning, you're down by a run. You you need to win this game. Uh, and you put him out there, and he blows it wide open. I mean, what were you? What else were you expecting out of him? It it shouldn't have been much because you you really can't expect much out of him. But that's what you got. That was the expectation. Um, and the guy for some reason is still on the roster right now. But I mean, as for the Red Sox, yeah, they got to start picking it up. And we'll probably get into it next episode. Uh, but right for right now, that's gonna do it for me. Thank you guys for listening. I'll be back next week. Sunday recap is back. Uh, maybe I'll have a guest host on. I'm going to talk to him today. Uh, and yeah, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you guys for listening. Tell your friends, tell your mothers, tell your mothers' friends, and your friends' mothers. And I'll see you guys next week. We got Mac Jones. Let's fucking party. <laughs>